do not under any circumstances recreate the story that I'm about to tell you because somebody could get seriously hurt. It involves me and another priest about 15 or so years ago. Uh, don't worry, Mr. and Mrs. Trenta, it was not Father Trenta. But there was some people here yesterday and they said, was it so-and-so? And I said, yeah. They said, I'm glad you didn't give the name because his nephews were here today and I didn't want them to know what a stupid thing he did. So we were at a farm and we were having a bonfire, the two of us, and not just a little bonfire because we were burning a lot of the wood that needed to be burned from the farm. And there were giant logs on this farm. It was a big fire. And he started telling me about how when he was in the Boy Scouts, they, had, they took bottles and they filled it with water and they stuck it in the middle of the fire and it like shot up like a geyser. I said, oh, that's interesting. And he says, do you want to retry that? I'm like, Sure. So we were drinking root beer in bottles. Stuck it in the middle of the fire. Nothing happened at all. And he says, well, maybe the, the hole's too big. We should try to restrict the hole a little bit. So we stuck some bread in there. And stuck it in there. Some steam came up and that was about it. Not, not very interesting. And we stuck a hot dog in there. And that, so we went through a lot of iterations trying to what we were going to do. And finally, I came up with a bright idea. These are twist tops, and this one's, this lid's a little bit bent. Let's just put that on there, Let's twist it back on. So bottle of water, put the lid on, glass bottle, put it in the middle of the fire. Nothing happened, nothing happened. I said, I'm feeling uncomfortable for some reason. Let's go stand behind that tree. <laughs> so we went and stood behind the tree and we're watching. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go push it more deeply into the embers. And I was just preparing to take a step. And there was this huge explosion. The logs were tossed away. There was a hole in the ground. And all around us, it looked like the stars of the sky had fallen down into the field, except they were red now. Red embers everywhere, all around us. And at first we start laughing hysterically, and then we got down on our knees and said, thank you guardian angels for not letting us die in such a stupid way. <laughs> it was a bomb. That's why I don't want you to try this at home. Fire is a very powerful thing. Used correctly, it brings us warmth. It's good for cooking, sterilization, creating power, etc., etc. but used incorrectly and without respect. It can do a tremendous amount of damage. And there are many things like this in your life, incredibly powerful forces that when used well, serve you well. And when not used well, can do a lot of damage. Power, information, sexuality, the internet, any number of things. In the gospel today, we have this odd direction from Jesus. Make friends with dishonest wealth. Interesting. But the crux of it is this. Bring this force into your control so that it serves you and your ultimate end rather than letting it control you and take you where you do not want to go or be the person that you do not want to be. Like fire or any of these other previous things that I mentioned, make it serve you as a means to a higher end. 
For Jesus just didn't say, make friends with dishonest wealth. He adds to it that when it fails you, not if, when it fails you, you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Because ultimately, all these things will fail us when our time on earth has come to an end. And things like money have no control over putting death off forever. And it can be used in this life so that when we do pass on, it ceases to do any good for us and maybe some harm, or it can be used in such a way that it brings credit to our name when we're standing before the desk of St. Peter by the pearly gates.